Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dogs, cats, birds, snakes, uh, what else? Spirited dragons. <laughs> what, a, what are some of those other uh, pets? I can't think of them. <laughs> chinchillas. Do you have a pet chinchilla? Here's an idea. Don't have a pet chinchilla. <laughs> those aren't good pets. Welcome, welcome everybody, to another edition of, oh, checking in with Chomo. Hi, it's me, Paul, your host, for checking in with Chomo. Hey, how's everybody doing today? You doing all right? I hope you're doing all right. I am doing great. I'm back at home. I went to New York for the better part of a week. We stayed a little ways outside of New York City, and we spent the day in New York City. And I, we, we had the uh, the New York City experience, and I am looking forward to never going there again. I'm just not a big city guy. I, I don't really care for big cities. But we went to Central Park. We've done a couple museums. The weather was terrible, which was great. I always wanted to walk around New York City when it was cold and rainy and windy and cloudy and awful. Like a, like a Morrissey video. And I got that. That was wonderful. People were apologizing for the weather. Oh, sorry, our weather is so bad. Are you kidding me? I love that kind of weather. When it's all just gray and, and pissing down rain, I love that. People are like, oh, well, yeah, it's it's fine, but it's like gray for four months out of the year and it gets really depressing. I already have depression. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ahead of the curve there. So, <laughs> what do you think, a sunshine and a palm tree is going to cure that? I don't think so. I love that. I love that stuff. So we had a lovely visit, and then yesterday it came time to fly home. And we were at the lovely airport in Newark, New Jersey, which is like a little mini New York City. And the airport is fine. Once you get all settled in at the airport, you can just sit there and relax and do a little people watching. That's nice. The most nerve-wracking part is the TSA. Like, going through security is the worst. So I tried to prepare for it. When I got to the airport, I unlaced my boots so that I could just slip them off. They are Doc Martin boots. They're the made-in-England kind. They're very expensive. Not ashamed to say it. I treated myself one year, but they're a boot. And as such, they're a real pain to take on and off. So I figured I'll just be able to slip those boots off and go right through TSA. I'll be quick and efficient. No problems. Well, you know, when you're in a line and people are standing behind you and waiting on you, I don't know about you, but I get really flustered and I tend to rush things. Took my shoes off, put them in the gray bin, took my jacket off, put them in the gray bin, threw my backpack in because now I'm panicking. And didn't take out any of the little bottles of stuff in my backpack. Left my hat and my belt on. 
waltzed right through the metal detector. <laughs> Drew a bunch of attention to myself. That step out of the metal detector, the TSA agent woman rolls her eyes at me. Like, really, like, I could see the whites of her eyes. I think she was looking at the back of her skull. And for a minute, I was really irritated that she did that. But you know what? I would have done the same thing. <laughs> she was so annoyed. She says, okay, you need to take your hat off. You need to take your belt off and get back in line. Well, the line was just packed. So I'm trying to find my way back into line to get a, to get a gray, one of those little plastic gray totes so I could put my hat and my belt in there and then try to go through and she saw that I was having trouble doing that and so she she goes ugh just come on through it's <laughs> exactly what she said so went back through went through the big scanning machine where you raise your arms up above your head and as a little bonus got a little extra pat down around the ankles at the end of course <laughs> so yeah there I am my attempts at being quick and efficient backfired to the point where a TSA agent rolled her eyes and went, ugh, at me. <laughs> I was quick with the boots, though. I got the boots off and in the, in the tote really quickly. <laughs> and nowhere, they don't give you anywhere to put yourself back together after that. TSA at Newark, you just they they just throw you out into the world with everybody walking up and down with their luggage and their carts. So we all you have to go like across the walkway to where these windows are. You have to like kind of sit down in one of these little window frame things and put yourself back together there. It's like the world's largest locker room. Like, everybody's just openly tucking their shirts back in and, and putting their shoes on and putting their belts on and getting themselves back together. It's the worst. So, we finished up with that. Got to our terminal. We relaxed a little bit. Did some people watching. Played a few games on my phone. Get on the plane. Board the plane. Nice, uneventful flight home. It was at night, so we were flying over these big cities at night, and they're beautiful. They're all lit up. You can see all the highways and stuff. It's really, really nice. And I played some games, and I listened to a couple of podcasts on the way home, and I got to where I got to I got to watch a fair bit of the Last Jedi on the plane. The last Star Wars movie before the one that's opening. This week is this weekend, this Thursday. I think it's pretty soon. Watch the Last Jedi on the plane without the audio and only like bits and pieces of it. The movie's kind of a stinker, guys. I like it less and less with every rewatch. I just don't. It's not. It's I. Eh, uh. I remember when it was in the theater. People were like, oh, don't worry, because there's one part where something explodes in space and the sound cuts out because in space you can't hear anything. 
I guess that was supposed to make the movie better, more, more plausible. I don't know why that was such a big deal. People were making a big deal out of that. At least they were here. And who cares? It's, if you have a science fiction movie and things explode out in space, I want to see fire and hear noise. Was Neil deGrasse Tyson, did somebody consult him on that part of the movie? What would Neil deGrasse Tyson think? Well, actually, we know there, there are no fiery noising explosions in space because there's no air to carry around the sound waves. We know. We know, Neil deGrasse Tyson. We get it. Well, there couldn't possibly be a real Iron Man suit because the technology is just not, doesn't exist. It's not possible. Yeah, we know. Well, the transporter technology in Star Trek isn't real and probably won't be for another million years. We know. Neil deGrasse Tyson, we get it. Buzzkill. The world's worst internet pedant of all time. We know. It's it's called science fiction. We get it. Remember when the Titanic came out and after the movie was out for a little while and I think it went to like VHS or something? It just before it went to VHS, like he cropped up. Neil deGrasse Tyson cropped up and said the stars weren't right in the sky. And then they fixed it instead of saying shut up. They went in and they fixed it. Because that made the movie better. Oh yeah, you know that Titanic movie was okay, but when they showed the sky for a fraction of that five and a half hour movie and they fixed the stars, that really made it a classic. I'm so glad they fixed the constellations. Really turned my opinion to that movie around. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Where was I at? I was on the plane. <laughs> so the plane lands. <laughs> plane lands and the pilot dropped the plane on the runway. It wasn't a gentle landing. It was just like, we're 10 feet over the runway and now we're down on the ground. I hope there was no elderly person on the flight because that probably shattered their skeleton. get up to the terminal, get up to the little the little thing there. And I turned to my wife, my wife's next to me, and I said, watch this. As soon as the seatbelt lights turn off, half the plane is gonna stand up. And half the plane stood up. And stood there for 10 or 15 minutes. Now, if I want you to call the voicemail. If you're a person who stands up as soon as the seatbelt lights turn off. Call the voicemail. 941-315-6985. Tell me what you're trying to achieve. What are you doing? I'm judging you really hard right now, but tell me why... Why? Are you in that much of a hurry to get off the plane? 
tell me what what standing up as soon as the light turns off does. What does that do for you? If you have a good reason, I'll listen to it and I will not judge you anymore. I'll be like, oh, okay, maybe I'll stand up the next flight I'm on. Oh, boy. Speaking of the voicemail, let's listen to one. Oh, got to push the button. Hi, my buddy, Paul. Hi. It's your buddy, Laura. Hi. I might have had a couple of drinks and had a moment that <laughs> might be worth calling. I don't know that I have a topic or anything you, you can use for your show, but I just wanted to say hi. Hope you're doing well. Are you ready for Christmas? Nope. Because I'm not ready for Christmas. It is the 13th of December. I have gotten probably 0.5% of my shopping done. Oh, boy. I have too many children and too many grandchildren, and I am quite over the holiday. Uh, So are you ready? Because I'm not. I think that's all I had to say. It's been (laughs) nice talking to you. Merry Christmas, and if I don't talk to you before then, which I probably won't, (laughs) drunk story, (laughs) Happy New Year. Bye. (laughs) Uh, So am I ready for Christmas? I guess I don't know whether to answer yes or no, because I... Here's Here's an interesting thing. Um, that people sometimes forget is that not everybody celebrates Christmas. And I am one of those people. I do not celebrate Christmas. Therefore, I do not have anything to get ready for. I do not do any Christmas shopping. It's just another day because I don't celebrate Christmas. So when people are like, do you got all your Christmas shopping done? I just say yes. Yes, I do. I'm all set. <laughs> Are you all ready for the holidays? Yes, I am. Thank you very much. I'm in good shape. <sighs> yep, not everybody celebrates Christmas. I guess that's pretty much it. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what else to tell you. So I hope you get caught up. Uh, with your preparations. Um, yeah. It's for, for, it's just going to be a Wednesday off for me. It's going to be a day off in the middle of the week, and I don't know how that's going to work with my my job. I don't know if we're going to get the two days before or the two days after off. I don't know how it's going to work. That's a pain. I used to work at a place that shut down for a week, week and a half between Christmas and New Year's. That was really nice. But I haven't been at this job long enough to know what they do when Christmas falls in the middle of the week. So we'll find out. That is going to do it for this installment of Check In with Chomo. Do call the voicemail number. I will give that to you again. 941-315-6985. Phil Rude did my logo. He's marvelous. He did a great job. So thank you, Phil. And until next time, thanks for checking in.